Welcome to Featured Insights presented by Caroline Economic Development. I'm your host, Debbie Bowden. This podcast is for all size businesses in Caroline County and the Eastern Shore of Maryland to learn from experts at the local, state, and national level. We hope that you gain insights that can help your business run more effectively. Glenn Simmons. Hi. Hi, Deb. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you and I know each other from a program called Leadership Maryland. We met last year. We were in that cohort together. And just fascinating the work that you're doing for the organization that you represent. So introduce yourself and your organization. And we're going to talk about the program that Maryland Saves provides to Caroline County businesses, all businesses across the the state of Maryland, but we're going to focus on how we can bring this information to Caroline County. So go ahead and give yourself a good introduction. Well, I'll do my best. Thank you for this opportunity. I appreciate it. My name is Glenn Simmons. I'm the executive director slash CEO of Maryland Saves, uh, which is a retirement plan that is sponsored by the state of Maryland. Uh, We're a quasi-agency, a nonprofit um, set up uh, to set up a retirement plan for people in the state of Maryland that don't have access to a retirement plan through their work. And so, you know, that's this is something that um, I think a lot of employers have wanted to know how to do. You back in the day, everybody had a pension, right? You worked, and it didn't matter if you were a small ten-person operation or a large corporation. Everybody had a pension, and then. Uh, several decades ago, that kind of changed. The IRS rules changed and may not have been a benefit for people to offer a pension anymore. And then 401ks and on the public sector side, 457s and 401as and all kinds of letters and numbers. And so this idea of being able to offer a benefit to employees through the workplace for retirement, I think a lot of employers got fatigued or didn't know how to manage it. So your program does something about that. Go ahead and give a little bit of a history of how it came about, and then we'll delve deeper into the actual mechanisms of it. Sure. So there are a couple of really scary statistics out there that I like to talk about, right? Uh, The first one was a piece of research done by AARP fairly recently. And what they've discovered is about 48% of people age 50 and above have $0 safe for retirement. Zero, not 10,000, not 20, zero, right? So then you combine that with the fact that in Maryland, about a million workers don't have access to a retirement plan at their work, right? About a million. And most of them are working full time. But the other piece of uh, research that AARP did is when people have access to a retirement plan at work through a payroll deduction, they're 15 times more likely to participate. Wow. And there's a lot of different reasons for that, right? Because I I catch a lot of grief as the CEO of this program uh, from people that say, well, geez, Glenn, anyone can go down to the Bank of America on the corner and open a Roth IRA. But the fact is they don't. And part of the reason, and it kind of dovetails into the reason why some employers are afraid of of sponsoring a plan. It's a very complicated space. As you alluded to, with all the letters and numbers, the 401ks, the SEPs, the SARA SEPs, so forth. You know, small business owners 
are not retirement plan experts. They don't have time to be. They need to run their business. Mm -hmm. That's what they do. And the, the, the top three reasons they don't offer a retirement plan is they, A, maybe they just don't understand the space, they're too busy, or they think it's too expensive. Mm -hmm. yes. So what Maryland Saves does is we take as much of the burden off of the employer as possible, right? It doesn't cost them anything, so it's free. The cost is not a factor. We have a plan laid out. They don't have to choose one. And we do most of the work uh, as far as communicating what the plan is to the employees. Let's cover those three tenants again. So there's no cost. Correct. What's the second one? It's very easy for the employer to administer. So ease, and that means freedom of time for a business owner or a business manager. And then Correct. the third one? The third one is the employer does not need to educate the employees about it at all. We take care of that once we have the employees' uh, contact information. Yeah. So um, how long has the program been around? So the legislation passed in 2016. Oh, okay. But the program officially launched in September of last year. Oh. So we're young. We've been, we've been around for about five months now. Yeah, yeah. And um, as I understand, we've talked before we started recording that you do have companies signed up from Caroline County. We do. Uh, we have uh, businesses participating from all over the state. Awesome. And so let's talk about what type of business can take advantage of this. Um, our, you know, in Caroline County, our industry sector, as I'm sure you're aware, is mostly manufacturing the, the good old, the good stalwart industries, manufacturing, transportation, agriculture, um, construction. It, that's really the basis of our uh, community and our uh, um, economy. But then we're seeing a growth in franchise owners. We're seeing a growth in people that are operating their own smaller businesses, service businesses, hairstylists, lawn care, et cetera. Any of those businesses can or can't participate? All of them can. Okay. The, the, the criteria is um, any business that doesn't currently offer a plan. So we're not here to compete with 401k plans and, and so forth. Like okay. if, if a business already has that, that's great because oftentimes you can do more with that plan. And even, uh, you know, the employer can make a, a contribution on the employee's behalf, which they can't in our plan because they're, again, our plans are built around Roth IRAs. Okay. So, so all the rules that apply to Roth IRAs apply to Maryland Saves. Um, but our thinking is we chose the Roth IRA as the vehicle because it offers a lot of flexibility for the participants. And what I mean by that is, let's just say this is someone's first experience saving for retirement, right? Mm -hmm. And they're not, maybe they're not making a lot of money, but they're, they, they understand the importance of saving for their future, so they retire. And then six months down the road, they have a sick kid, or they need four tires on their car, right? So because it's a Roth IRA, people can take out their contributions without penalty, without taxes, to cover those expenses rather than put it on a credit card or take a payday loan, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's empowering, yes. right? Yes. So our program has a built-in emergency savings fund, right? So if, if someone is enrolled in our program and they don't log into their account or do anything else, their first $1,000 goes into this emergency savings fund, oh, wow. right? And so that's, that's a, um, it's an insurance product. It's guaranteeing a yield right now of 2.5%, which is better than you're going to get at any bank, right. right? But if you need that money, 
for a car repair or something like that. It's easy to get to. It's not locked up. You can get it. But we're trying to draw the line there at a thousand bucks because you know it is a retirement plan. We want you in for the long game, right? But life happens, and everybody knows it. Um, so we're we're trying to see if that can help people. Yeah, and so uh, any impact from um, you know. The inflationary pressures, which we're looking at from an overall economic standpoint as on debt and credit, you know, it costs more to get money, et cetera. But the good side of that, right, should be that interest rates for savings are increasing. Do you, Are you seeing that have an impact where people are saying, yes, I want to go ahead and participate because there might be more of a return for me? Absolutely, we are. And actually, the, the return rate on that fund has gone up. In, in the time that we've started, right, oh, because good. of what's happening in the economy. Um, but also, I think, because, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic right now, and it was tough on a lot of people, particularly in the service industries, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, people recognize, I need to have some emergency savings. I need to start planning for what if. Right. So I, th- I think saving rates in general overall, nationwide, uh, have been increasing. Mm-hmm. So um, is this per individual? So is it just for an employee or can they also get a plan for uh, a child or a spouse? It's Because it's a Roth IRA, contributions need to be made from earned income. Okay. Right? Okay. So it, it is for the worker. Gotcha. Maybe you could give just a little bit of a benefit analysis of a Roth IRA, what exactly that means. You talked about having a savings offset of $1,000, but there's some tax implication because that really is where it gets complicated about retirement. You're thinking of taxes decades down the road, or maybe for somebody like me, not so far down the road, but talk a little bit about that so that folks who are listening can get an understanding. Sure. So Roth IRAs, the contributions are made after taxes. Okay. Right? So you've already paid your taxes on it and when it goes in. So that means when it's time to take the money out, it's tax-free. And it, But at a certain age, right? At a certain age. Uh, it, the, the exception is your contributions. So if you contribute $1,500, and let's say you earn $200 in interest or whatever, you can take the $1,500 out penalty and fee-free. Oh, wow. Right. Okay. It, it would only be taxable on the earnings uh, if you make a withdrawal before the age of, you know, 60 and a half or right. something like that. Yeah. That Roth gives you more flexibility gotcha. in, in case of emergency, which is why we chose it as the vehicle. Yeah. And that, so that's why Maryland Saves, the branded name is so appropriate because it's short-term, getting your savings up to um, in, for those emergencies and then longer-term for retirement. So let's talk about it on the employer side. So then take me through like a typical process. Let's say the ABC company calls you. They're here in Denton. Um, they reach out to you through your uh, website, and we'll make sure that we give that website. What's kind of the process that they would go through to get their employees connected with your program? Yeah, so the first thing they need to do is register, right? And there are a couple different pathways to registration, depending on um, which data set the business happens to be in, right? So I had a limited number of um, contact information for businesses in Maryland. I had, I had contact information for about 78,000 businesses mm-hmm. in Maryland where we reached out to them uh, in direct mail marketing. And we assign them an access code. So if they've received communications from us, they have this access code, they can go online and they can register 
and the registration process takes about 15 minutes. But for businesses that don't have an access code, unfortunately there's an extra step involved. They need to request an access code. And again, uh, things are a little more complicated than they probably should be, but we have to follow all laws. And there, there are know your customer laws when you're opening um, Roth IRAs and so forth. We have to follow all those rules. So when you request an access code, you're also giving um, our program administrators some information. You know, it's, but it's basic contact information. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Um, and once you do that, we enter. You get entered in the system, and then. Uh, we, we create an account for the business, okay. and then we can um, uh, move forward and have the employees invited to participate. Yeah. Sound, I mean, despite you said that little hiccup, if you didn't get an access code, it sounds very simple still, it, it, as it opposed is. to trying to figure out which, which plan, which, you know, Correct. where to go, how to manage. Is there employer contribution uh, opportunity? No, no there's you said not. That Unfortunately, okay. there's not because, yeah. it, because it's a Roth. Contributions right, okay. can only be made by the uh, wage earner. Yeah. Um, Folks, see how complicated this is because I you're explaining it and you're doing a great job, but there are still questions. So I'm so glad that you are in charge of this program because well, you're very patient in answering everybody's questions. So. Absolutely. And, and there's been a lot of conflicting information out in the market, too. So there are a lot of questions. It is a complicated space. But again, we're trying to make it as simple as possible because that's what it needs to be. Yeah. So um, as we're as you're do you have an end goal? Um, do you have measurements? Do you have to do any reporting to, because you say you're a quasi-governmental agency, Maryland governmental agency. Um, what kind of metrics is the program needing to reach? Really, the, the most important number for me and for the program and our board is really the number of people saving. Okay. That's, the, that's what matters. That's what this program is all about. Gotcha. Really. And, you know, I, I should mention, too, about the, the quasi-nature of our program. Yes. Right? There is a lot of state oversight in what we do. So our entire board was appointed by uh, Maryland state government. The Maryland state treasurer is on our board. Okay. Uh, the secretary of labor is on our board. Uh, three of our board members are appointed by the governor. Three are appointed by the Senate. Three are appointed by the House. So okay. lots of state oversight on what we do. And we report out to them. Uh, on a monthly basis, really, on, on financials. And we'll be reporting out to the public after about a year as far as where we are, uh, as far as enrollment and uptake and so forth. Um, I'm, I'm really happy to be able to report that we've got over 1,600 businesses participating right oh, now. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, and, and the biggest number, again, we have more than 2,000 uh, savers that weren't saving before this program. And that's, you know, within... Uh, five months of operations and some challenges along the way, but now it's really starting to take off. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, we mentioned the type of businesses of those 1,600 that have, um, are signed up or the 2,000 savers. What type of businesses do you see participating? They are all over the place. You know, it, it varies from restaurants to a security firm, uh, Marine dealership. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's really all over the place. Some construction companies. Mm, it, it, yeah. it really is a, a wide variety. And we've had some individuals sign up, too. Individuals can sign up um, and just link uh, their account to a, a checking or savings account mm -hmm. and contribute when you can. I think the minimum contributions for an individual is um, $5 a month. 
Oh, wow. So it doesn't take much. And, and what yeah. a lot of people say, the most important thing about saving for retirement is starting. That's yes. it. And get into a habit of doing it. Yeah. So um, I attended an outdoor event a couple years ago, and uh, this young man who I hadn't seen in years, friends of the family, um, we were talking, and he was uh, looking it, to work for an ag company, for uh, you know a provider of nutrients and, and fertilizers and things for an agriculture company. And he was just sharing the information that, you know, it was pretty good pay. Um, it was going to be long hours, but he didn't care. You know, it was going to be seasonal because of harvest and planting, et cetera. And he said, but, you know, th the best thing that made me go with this company versus others I'd looked at was savings with, for retirement. They had, they had a program. And he was only 20 years old. And I, I talked to him. I said, what made that be important to you because a lot of your peers aren't thinking about that. And he, he shared that his, his mom and his dad had given him that advice because they saw the benefit in their own. So building that generation of saving savers has been something that I know across the country been trying to do. So you know, hopefully of those 2000 savers, you've got some young folks that are building up good habits. We do. And it's, and it's funny. It reminds me, you know, there's a great Albert Einstein quote. He was quoted at one point of saying the most powerful force in the universe is compounding interest. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he's yeah. not wrong. That's right. That's right. So, um, so how is it, how are the funds chosen, the, the Roth IRA? So there's a default plan. So again, getting back to this, this uh, program being simple, right? Again, if the guy walks into the Bank of America to open his own Roth IRA, he's almost immediately confronted with a list of 50, 100, or more funds to choose from. And the average person, again, doesn't understand what an indexed bond fund is versus a global stock fund or a capital preservation fund. So our program has a default plan. You don't have to make any decisions if you don't want to. You can sign up and start right away, right? And the way the default works is, as I mentioned earlier, the first $1,000 goes into our emergency savings fund. We build that up. And then the, the next contribution above $1,000 goes into a targeted a target date fund. Gotcha. Right? And a target date fund is, it changes over time. And it's based on the saver's age. And the, the investments are more heavily weighted in uh, stocks at the beginning. And as a person gets older, it's more bonds. Gotcha. Right? And it just happens automatically, so you don't have to think about it. But we also have some other alternatives, too. We, we do have a global um, stock fund. It's a T-Row price fund. Um, the performance has been exceptional over the years, so it's an option for people who maybe want to be a little more aggressive with their investing. And then we, we have an index bond fund, too. And, and they're all done by uh, third-party, okay. private uh, financial managers. As I mentioned, we have T. Rowe Price. We have BlackRock uh, provides the target date funds, and State Street provides the uh, uh, index funds. So the proverbial eggs aren't in all one basket. Um, as far as there, there's diversification through the program. Yes, yeah. the, there's diversification built into it. And the other piece of it is uh, our board accepts the fiduciary responsibility of all the investments that we have. Oh, okay. So it's not like, you know, 
Glenn's running this pro- this project out of his basement. Right. We have real oversight. We have meetings. We monitor the performance of these funds. They'll change if they need to over time. We, mm-hmm. we monitor the performance of not only the funds, but also the fund managers. Um, it's part of our duty of making sure that we're, even though we're not giving financial advice, the service we're providing um, has to meet a fiduciary standard. And that means mm-hmm. it would be where we would put our money. Is the state of Maryland the only state in the country that's doing this? No, and that's a great question. So Maryland was technically the fifth program okay. to launch across the states. Oregon launched first, followed by Illinois, California, Connecticut, and then us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vir- Colorado just launched. Okay. Uh, Virginia's coming up. I think they'll be in pilot here in a couple weeks. And all told, there are 42 states across the country looking into this because, again, it's such a widespread problem for state governments right. when, when people retire with no money. Right. And um, you were talking earlier uh, before we started recording also about, you know, the federal government looked at this. So talk a little bit about that and then how the states are picking this up. Yeah. So the federal government had a program eight or 10 years ago called My IRA. It was out of the Treasury Department. And uh, it was a pretty solid program, but it was all built on bonds, right? Investing in bonds. And really, they never really marketed it or promoted it to anybody. So it never really got a lot of traction. So uh, the feeling is now that the feds are sitting back, they know it's an issue, they know they need to do something about it, because people, you know, you you really don't want to rely on just Social Security Mm -hmm. um, for your retirement income. And, and the feeling is the, the feds are sitting back kind of watching what the states are experimenting with. Oh, I with. gotcha. Okay. And we, we do feel it will be a national program at some yeah. point. And as usual, Maryland is one of the first adopters of something and with the D.C. right in our neighborhood, you know, making sure that it works well yeah. should have an influence then on the federal decision. And like yeah. I said, we, we, we really paid a lot of attention to make it as easy as possible for the business owner because that's the key. Mm-hmm. It truly, truly is. Mm-hmm. You know, business owners are, are busy running their business. They, they don't have time to put into this. Right. So last question, and then I'm going to ask you to share your, uh, where people can find more in-depth information. But my last question is, is this portable for an employee? Absolutely. That's one of the great features of it. It's a Roth IRA, right? Okay. So yeah. when when account when a Maryland Saves uh, account gets opened for an employee, it's opened in their name. And it's, it's also a benefit for the employer here, too, because if, let, let's just say, an employee, an employee leaves and goes somewhere else. Well, there's, the employer doesn't have to do any paperwork. Gotcha. They just stop making contributions. That account goes with the, the uh, employee, and if they start working for another company, and if they participate in Maryland Saves, they could just start. The, the new employer can start making contributions yeah. to the account, or the employee can make their own contributions directly to it. Any tax benefits uh, for the employer to make a contribution as a benefit? Uh, there is a small one right okay. now. We're working on, on, on with the other states to try to get more of a federal gotcha. uh, okay. uh, benefit. But in Maryland, written into our legislation, every business that participates in Maryland saves or every, and this is important, or if a business already offers a qualified plan, they will receive the $300 uh, annual report filing fee waiver every year that they offer a plan. Say that again. Yeah, so your SDAT annual report filing fee 
if you already offer a plan or if you register and participate in Maryland Saves, that fee will be waived every year you offer a plan to your employees. And again, this is any size any employer size. can yes. participate in Maryland Saves. So, you know, there's so many benefits I didn't realize about that fee waiver. waiver and that's, you know... It's something that we hear a lot in our small business side of the shop, you know, oh, I've, you know, it looks like I'm not in good standing because I didn't pay my annual fee. Right. Get that waived and and you're saving money and you're helping your employees. And and we're working with that right now to hopefully make that process simpler and easier. But it, again, it's a little complicated right now. Next year, I think it'll be easier. Yeah. Um but yeah, you know, 300 bucks is 300 bucks. It is. If, yeah. if you own a business and offer a plan, please go to our website, which is MarylandSaves.com. There's a form there to uh, claim your exemption. Do that and do it every year. Maybe in the future you won't have to do it every year, mm-hmm. um, but right now that's the process. Okay. So you mentioned the website. Say it again. Yeah, it's it's really easy. It's MarylandSaves.com. Okay. And if anybody wants to get in touch with you, um, how can they do that? Probably the best way to reach me is via email these days. Okay. And it's very simple. It's Glenn2ns.Simmons at MarylandSaves.org. Okay. So that's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N. Dot Simmons, two M's, at MarylandSaves.org. That's right. Yeah. Glenn, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we got to share time together in Leadership Maryland. It was an awesome experience. You're one of my favorite people to see, and he's got he's really interesting folks. So if no other, nothing else. Well, I don't know how interesting retirement savings is, but you know we do our best. (laughs) Well, you've made it interesting. You've given a lot of information. So I hope that the next time we talk, you can let me know that more Caroline County businesses signed up or saver signed up so that we know that uh, your time here today, you know, helped a lot of people. So thank you so much for coming out. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks again for the opportunity. Sure. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe to Featured Insights and look for us on your favorite podcast platform.